0: Everybody, It is Wednesday, August 26, 2020, the never-ending COVID year. It is the seventh episode of the Hardcore Smarks, a show where a couple of know-it-all smart marks talk about their hardcore obsessions. I am your host, Zachary, and with me as always is J-Bone, Wally5, and Stretch. Guys, how are we doing? Pay-per-view, hey, cut hey. off the pay-per-view weekend, how are we feeling?
1: Blown away. I, th- I think we all personally owe a Mr. Patrick McAfee an apology. We 100% do on that one.
0: (laughs) I've never been more thrilled to be wrong and own an apology my entire (laughs) life.
2: We'll we'll touch on that some more. So, (laughs) but that I think we're all kind of eating our words on that one a little bit,
0: Mm -hmm. and happily, yeah. I was like, but let's just get into it. So we're going to bypass NXT for now. So let's go (laughs) right to SummerSlam. Let's start off with the pre-show. We have the United States Championship. We have Cruz versus MVP. Uh, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, Fucking
2: cares!
1: So
0: so forgettable. I didn't even watch it. <laughs> I, I have, wish his I MVP came it. out
3: to his old music, so that was kind of cool.
0: I have if, no notes on this match except that Leslie <laughs> came out after the match. That's my one note. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then it led to an arm wrestling contest,
2: which was fabulous. So.
0: Any other least, comments from least, anybody here on this one? At least we got to see Mark Henry. Right. next Next. yeah (laughs) that's exactly it next all right let's go to the uh raw tag team championship we have the street profits versus andrade Mm -hmm. and garza montez ford is the man absolutely he is that move is cool as fuck right yep so
2: that's that was the best part of that match, that yep. Montez did that <clears throat> twisting whatever splash. He, whatever that was.
1: He, he always gets, like, supreme height on his frog splashes, too. But <laughs> yes. now that he's added, like, a rotation to it, yes. it's just even better.
0: It's like he's on his way to the uh, the ISS, man. That, he is on a rocket trip. <laughs> uh, his his uh, athleticism is really something yeah. special.
3: Yeah, he almost jumped too far. He almost missed the splash.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we, we had to know that the Prophets were going to win with, you know, they had to get back at Zelina for poisoning.
0: Montrez, so... <laughs> and then, I uh, just... But yeah, Ford is really on, on a, a whole other level right now. He's just... Mm-hmm. I, I like their, their entrance, too, with all here. the cups
2: that come down.
0: Yeah, yeah they're kind of cool, too. Their Making entrance it is tough. really...
2: Their, their <laughs> entrance is really cool, considering they don't really have the... Fa- especially now in the Thunderdome, they don't have the fans, really, anymore. So, that's really taken away from their entrance, and their entrance is pretty cool. So, yep. they tried to, you know, mm-hmm. make it cool, you know, however they can. I still think... I still think Montez is the shining star and that Dawkins is kind of the weak link for sure. <laughs> oh,
1: <yeah>. Kind of <laughs> touching off of that too. It was good to have quote unquote fans back again for this. It did add something. I feel like seeing all the yeah. people watching and everything. Yeah, let's
0: just go ahead and touch on that real quick. Just Perhaps. the little angle, which I was very I, impressed by.
2: I, I like it. I, I, other than them, they need to obviously fix the people that are idiots on it. Yeah. But other it's than that, I think, I mean, when you debut something like that, there's going to be, you know, issues. There's going to be tweakings that you have to do. Unfortunately, the person that decided to bring back one of my least favorite wrestlers of all time and put him on a fucking picture, I could have done without seeing Chris Benoit. I know how much Jay likes Chris Benoit, so he was probably (laughs) happy.
3: Big midget. Uh, uh. (laughs) Uh. Uh.
0: Um, I, I like it.
2: the Thunderdome. I like it. Yeah. And I, it was I, it was I'm good on, to have
0: a too. Yeah, the piped in crowd noise was a little mm, to me, but overall I just think just having just even those faces in the background really helped. Well,
1: WWE's been doing piped in crowd noise for the last couple of years. It's just we haven't noticed because there's been real yeah. fans there. Well, this is true. So fair fair
0: point there, Stretch.
1: It's <laughs> just more noticeable now since there's not actual people in attendance. Yeah.
2: Supposedly at some point somebody came out and was telling them who to cheat like telling the crowd what to do i did read that oh really that they were telling the crowd to cheer and stuff i don't know how much clicked
1: on the applause (laughs) sign i don't know i don't
2: know how exactly they did that but somebody i did read somebody said that they were trying to tell so i i'm like so I should never go to the Thunderdome because I don't usually ever follow yeah. what they say no. on the you're So the I'm opposite. screwed. I'm Ooh.
1: screwed, Then I was about to say, you don't follow what they say, and you're not really that much of a happy person. So wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> want to cheer that much. Yeah, That's I like it, point. though. they
3: uh, yeah. have a bigger arena like that and they can do their entrances a little more, <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of it.
0: Mm-hmm. That definitely kind of brings back a lot of that just uh, – I you know, that energy I think, that was missing.
2: I think – as much as the demo god wants to brag about them having fans back, I think that WWE is going the safer route. So I, agree. I, yep. I think that it's cool that AEW is gonna put some fans in the stands, but I think WWE gets the check mark in this one because they're taking safety into consideration first. So
0: Yep. All right, let's move on. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we're gonna do the Sonya Deville versus Mandy Rose <laughs> Loser Leaves match. I have Garbage. three notes. So I have three notes. It's all about Rose. So first of all, Rose botches a table setup where she couldn't even <laughs> pick the table yeah, up and set it up.
1: I, I, I was wondering what she was doing with that. I thought I, maybe the table
0: leg I'd was broken. i set a table
2: up at this point.
0: Yeah. And then also Rose uh, kind of botches a chair toss and nearly takes out a cameraman. And then at the end, she also can't do the worm. So that's three botches from Rose in one match.
1: And can't wear an attire that doesn't... Uh... Show her lady parts on camera.
2: <laughs> Camel toe. Yeah. Just say it, Eli.
1: The PG pg podcast, Wally. Yeah. <laughs> the,
3: the one thing I did enjoy was the uh, runny knee
2: party. I
3: think yeah. <laughs>
1: she
2: did about 10 of
1: them in a row. Right. The one move she can do good.
2: <laughs> she is garbage. So the fact that I'm reading that, oh, this is cool. They're going to push her as a face and she's going to get a push. I'm like, please, no. Please, no push. She wow. is not
1: <clears throat> the person. Yeah. I, I read the dirt sheets that one of the, the outcomes they were thinking about doing with this match before the whole Sonia kidnapping thing happened uh, was they were having, they were going to have Mandy lose and then have Otis come out and cash in his briefcase to save her <laughs> contract. Sonia, <laughs>
2: I feel bad for Sonia. And, and they, I'm glad that they're doing and She clearly needed time off, and we understand. But she is by far – the shining star in this scenario for sure she is most certainly better than mandy like head and shoulders above mandy yeah she's she's got potential though i see the potential with her i don't see it with mandy i think mandy's just a pretty face that they threw in the ring who just doesn't know what she's doing and just because she's attached to that fat piece of shit otis we they're gonna do something with her now because we want to see her Otis, wait
0: yeah, just you know, she <laughs> needs to take some time. She needs to be able fuck, to feel safe again, her. and then she can come back, and you know, hopefully, she'll uh, we'll see good things from her once she's uh, you know, better. That match, they 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 could have not done this
2: match, and I think it would have been fine. I, I feel like I don't know how much
1: the two of them really wanted to do this match by that point. Yeah. I think they were they were stuck. I mean, I. Props to WWE for having you know other women's matches on a pay per view outside of the title matches, but yeah, this one was kind of a rough spot.
0: Yeah, the circumstances that came up would have, I think it would have been just fine for them just to kind of write this one off and just let them deal with their personal business and, kind and of yeah. just, you know. I think three women it.
3: matches in a pay per view is stretching it for me. So I,
0: I especially I when to the third one is
3: sexist, but just
0: uh, especially
2: when the third one is that one. Yeah. So sure. I mean, don't get me wrong; the
3: other wrestlers are great, you know, but uh. I just think three is a little too much for um, it
2: was it uh, was too much. If Charlotte and like Becky and as much as I don't like Becky, if those if they're not involved in these matches, then the third match doesn't need to be that kind of shit. So
0: All right, let's move on. We got the street fight. We have Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins.
2: Let's stretch go first on this one.
1: <clears throat> uh, I was pleasantly surprised by Dominic. Uh, a couple of my takeaways. Uh, this match ran, I would say, about Anywhere from five to ten minutes too long for me. Sure, uh, I was fine with seeing Ray Mysterio or Dominic Mysterio's mother backstage. I didn't really care to see her on the ramp and stand there cluelessly yeah. for you know two three minutes. I could have yeah. done without that. That could have saved shaved some time off the match. Um, Dominic's hoodie was annoying me. He kept having to flip it down, it up, coming yeah. up. Yeah, that could have been not part of his ring attire. Uh, yeah, I mean, just good match for his first match. start in the ring i like seth gear too so it was a surprise.
2: there was a theme there was a theme this weekend between the two shows we took a a green person and put him in the ring with arguably the best person in that promotion to make sure that that match went over well so rollins was the right person to put (coughs) dominic with Mm -hmm. because rollins is a guy that can make just about anybody look good at this point dominic did fine i think the match ran too long i'm tired of the Mysterio Rollins angle too. I want it. I think it needs to be done. So it's too much. It's, it's, it's getting, and I think Dominic's going to turn. So they need to figure it out here.
0: Overall though, I, like I said, I was very happy with a uh, solid debut from uh, Dominic who <laughs> one of our favorite sayings now on this podcast is look strong and a loss. So yeah. Uh, yeah. a lot of, a lot I of thought that was the best match
3: of the SummerSlam, I thought that was the best match personally. So I, mean, really of, good. I might actually a agree with you on that one, J
2: Bone. A lot of too too I, much a little bit too much kendo stick too, I thought, but they were over yeah. overused the kendo oh, stick.
3: That's I think. their
1: that's their favorite weapon of the PG era. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but the whole family yeah. angles, I think they're so corny when they bring the whole you know, the mom and the you know the husband, wife and if, all that stuff. I, I think it gets corny.
2: I mean it was cool that they handcuffed Mysterio to the ring and made him watch. I like watching that idiot.
1: It, I did so, I, was, I did like how Dominic's first match in WWE was at the same pay per view that he his dad fought for his custody against Eddie Guerrero at. I thought that was and, a cool little touch. I mean I did text Jay the other night after
2: Raw and say anytime I get to see Mysterio getting lawn darted it's fabulous. <laughs> so well,
3: I thought it was cool too that Seth Rollins wore Rey Mysterio. Halloween yeah. Here. That's, yeah,
2: that's that what really Eli cool. that's what Eli said. That that was definitely him taking a pot shot.
1: Yeah but it looked good on him too like it wasn't like a shitty ring gear like it was actually pretty dope like he put some of his messiah like gear on right. it too Twist, yeah. yeah you 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 could you
2: could make a case that that was one of the two best i would yeah. say i'd put that one or two for that night best match wise i, I would say that that's in the
0: discussion for sure yeah All right, let's move over then to uh bailey versus oscar the weaker of the two the weaker of the two title matches. Still solid
2: though overall.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And we got we kind of got out of those matches what we thought.
0: Yep, it basically Sasha, played out kind of as we saw it.
2: Yeah, Sasha took the bump for Bailey, and then Bailey wouldn't do it for Sasha, which yep. is kind of what we thought was going to happen. So, I I think the Sasha Oscar match was really good. Let's just so kind of that, let's just
0: combine them. Let's just get all the yeah, comments out. So let's we'll keep liked, going.
2: The DDT they did off the top rope was really cool in that yep. match. Uh, so, whoosh, and I don't like Oscar, but Asuka, other than the last two minutes where they started rolling around, going from the bank statement to the Oscar lock, that part got a little dicey for me, but otherwise that match was, was, that would be the other match I think that was the match of the night for me yep. would be either that or Dominic and Sasha and Asuka have chemistry. Bailey's, she's not quite, to Sasha's level in the ring. I don't know why she just, it's, I can't watch Bailey's matches and be like, as a heel, I feel like she's, she wrestles a little bit different as a heel, not necessarily in a good way. I mean, her, she's way better on the mic and her character's way better, but I think her wrestling is a smidge different when she's a heel. So her, she does different couple of different moves that I
0: don't like as much <laughs> now. So I do only have one note on this, this match overall. And it's just like a, it, I really am nitpicking, but I think Asuka should have come out with either no music or very little music and just asked for the bell to ring, just been like, let's just the go. The second time. Yeah, the, the second, second time. second time, so, for sure. To, to be fair, but yeah, versus uh, Banks, because like she came out, it was like nothing, like, there was no first match. She came out with the exact same <laughs> music, she still yeah. did her whole gimmick, like it should have been just she, her like, just like, let's go right from the start
1: she didn't really sell that she was like tired or like, yeah. you know, beat from the previous match. So it kind of nullifies the whole beat the clock challenge right.
0: angle from SmackDown. Exactly. So I, I just, again, I feel like I'm nitpicking a little bit, but I think it's just better storytelling. No, if she had just come out just kind of like you're for right for business. That would have saved a couple of
2: minutes and the pay-per-view didn't run over or anything. So did it really matter if she came out again? Yeah. So if you don't like her entrance like me, then I would have preferred to not see it again. So <laughs>
0: All right, any other comments on either of these matches from anybody? Nah. No? All right. But,
2: you know, we got, like I said, we got out of that. The, the, the wheels are starting to come off. Sure. With the two of them. So.
0: All right, let's go over to then, uh, let's do the, uh, Oh, which one do you want to do? Do you want to do uh, McIntyre versus Orton?
1: <laughs> <laughs> nothing what? special for me, honestly. Yeah. Both main yeah. events were really nothing special for me.
2: I don't think McIntyre and Orton was a terrible match. It was it was just it, there. It was, it was okay. a decent
0: matchup. It was perfectly serviceable. It,
2: it's easy ending
0: on a backslide pinfall is kind of wow. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no,
2: they they did the, they did that a so they didn't have to do a disqualification shit finish because they're not done. Clearly, clearly they're going to fight again at some point. So that's I was I I would have rather seen the backslide ending than some double DQ bullshit. So yeah. I didn't. It was a typical Orton match where Mm. it's very slow and very plotting. And in his opinion, that storytelling in mine, it is, and it isn't. So Orton needs to get off his high horse and stop thinking that he's the greatest thing walking around in a wrestling ring right now and realize that he's not that guy anymore. So the, the match was fine. It was nothing special. I'm not going to remember it a year from now, but it was, it was serviceable.
0: Yeah. I completely agree with that. All right, sounds like that's going to be it for that one. So then let's just finish off the night then with Bray Wyatt versus Strowman.
2: Uh, the match was a shit show, yeah. but Roman coming back saved the whole pay-per-view, in my opinion,
1: to some degree. So With his new teeth.
0: New teeth. and <laughs> He he looks
1: even more like the third Uso now.
0: And his wreck also- everyone
2: in Leaf. I liked his shirt.
0: So- and yeah, and probably what, additional 10 to 15 pounds of muscle too. Oh, yeah. As if he needed it. Yeah. He was jacked before. And even, like, he, he leaned
1: down now. And just came out and fucked both of them up, too. Didn't even and then say, he, fuck and then both of you. Gets an immediate title shot the next pay-per-view, which is a couple <laughs> days away. Yeah. Which, which he's probably going to win. win. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean. Way to look, I would, make the Fiend look uh, as
2: a transitional
1: champion. <laughs> I mean, the Fiend a one was. A one-week champ. The Fiend yeah. was
2: supposed to lose to him at WrestleMania. So they're just, I mean, that, that's all this is. They, just, they
1: delayed that story by six months.
2: I, I did see The theme sent a message to Goldberg and said, if you ever see red, just turn the other way or whatever. So <laughs> so we may see that one again.
0: Yeah. And I am actually very disappointed. I mean, as excited I was to see Reigns come back, I was very disappointed just to have them completely drop the Alexa angle. Yeah. Whatsoever. No, I, Alexa I no, really no, was whatever. honestly curious to see what they were going to go with this. I mean, I'm, you know, ho- obviously hoping for a sister Abigail angle here, but maybe in the future we'll get something. But at this point, I'm just going to kind of expect to be disappointed i guess no, very <laughs> it's a slow theme match. with wwe yeah
2: <laughs> it was
0: it was it was a street fight or a
2: false count and they didn't even do anything really yeah. cool like it was just Whoa. it was lame and then for him to get the box cutter out and then cut the ring up and then take three bumps on it it was like what the fuck are you doing here like at least do one bump on there he, he let the fiend oh here i'm gonna make this easier for you yeah. and dry and then i'm gonna that that part of it was dumb to me so that well, match was was the not bumps good
0: in that area weren't even like clean bumps to like obviously to the wood it kind of looked like it was just like wood adjacent even though <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> the fiend is the fiend like
2: he his character isn't appealing to me but i don't like that kind of stuff but he's appealing to people i understand Which, with him i'm kind he, of one of those people he has a huge some appeal fan, so Strow- Strowman's yeah. horrible so, Better than like, Strowman having the belt. Yeah, so yes. No, no if, ands, or buts. Strowman <laughs> is fucking horrible. Yeah, so like there's
3: something else to do with him.
2: Yeah, I don't know what to do with him. They're gonna turn him heel, but you almost have to like after after payback, you almost have to put Strowman and Fiend in a program still so they can do whatever they were gonna do with Alexa Bliss, because that still needs right. to happen, I think. Yeah.
3: So he, he doesn't have main event status, though. They, they need to get him out of, you know.
1: Well, I think he, <laughs> he he lucked into the universal title win at Mania because of Roman leaving. Yeah. But So right. Roman is just –
2: he's not great at everything. We've, we, he's not the best guy on the mic, but he really is that guy who can just come out and wreck everything and leave. Like, I'm okay yeah. with that. If, if he doesn't – if he comes out and says, this is my yard, get the fuck out of my yard, and that's all he says on the mic, that's fine. That's, that's the version of Roman I want to see. If he's going to be a tweener – that's fine. I want him to turn full-blown heel, but I think WWE is afraid to pull the trigger on that.
1: So, but I if he's going to
2: come out and do that kind of stuff, I, I'm fine with, with him wrecking everyone and leaving. That's fine.
1: Would have liked it had they not leaked his new merch a couple days before SummerSlam, so it would have been a real surprise. But that's not a good So, so overall, though, what do we think of uh, SummerSlam 2020? Uh, very forgettable, minus two matches. I'll I'll give it in the in the C minus range. For me. Same here,
3: especially it being what the second or third biggest pay per view of the year. You, yeah. know, you can argue with Royal Rumble for you know the second or third, but
2: it wasn't it wasn't bad enough for me to give it a D. So I'll say C minus. It was like serviceable, like it was. Nothing crazy other than Roman. You know, the tagline was, you won't see it coming. The only thing we didn't see coming was Roman at the end of the night. We saw everything else coming.
1: We did see him coming because of his merch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So it was serviceable, not memorable. I'd give it a C-. minus. It wasn't bad enough to get a D. So it wasn't as bad as the WrestleMania I went to. So it was better than that, I think. So
0: I'd give it a solid C. I felt less disappointed by this pay-per-view than I have the last – year year and a half of main roster pay-per-views so
2: i mean i i, I thought wrestlemania was decent this year that's the only mm-hmm. one that i i would have given that a b minus i think so
0: all right well let's go to the i think more interesting of the two pay-per-views let's go to takeover 30 let's start it off with the nxt tag team number one contender so we have wild and mendoza versus Brisongo versus lorkin and birch I predicted I got it on right. this one Lorcan and Birch to take it. And I was so happy to see Brizongo get that number one contender. I we were, went
2: with my heart on that one yeah. and I got it right.
0: <laughs> that was the only one I got wrong from that night. Oh, I also have to be wrong. <laughs> Brizongo deserves a push. So yeah.
2: Yeah. They're awesome. They're, they're very, very, very fun. I, I definitely like Tyler Breeze better, but they're, they're fun together. They mm-hmm. like play off each other. Well, and mm-hmm. Fandango is kind of an underappreciated wrestler I think and both of them are yes absolutely. yeah we've been I've been watching Breeze since his first days in NXT so like I he's been overlooked for years so it's like passe to say that about Tyler Breeze at this point
0: sure I just love yeah. him especially on up up and down down or as he would call it left, left right left right, left, right. <laughs> uh, he's just energy entertaining I think he's great on that I think he's just great in the ring and I'm happy for the opportunity that they're going to hopefully get out of this so what do you think of that match, Jay?
3: I thought it was all right. Well, I'm, I'm with you. I've always been a huge Tyler Breeze fan, you know. when he used to always come down with a selfie stick. I always thought it was, that was kind of yeah. a cool
2: game. It was a stuff. good match, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think the people all in it are decent wrestlers. There wasn't anybody. L- Lorkin and Burch are just the jobber tag team of NXT. So, like, they don't ever really win when it matters. So, they're kind of just there to fill a spot.
0: So... Yeah, kind of my one big note from this is just Brisanga continues to be a treasure with three exclamation points, and I was not even drunk at this point yet, so that's a sober <laughs> three exclamation points, so here's that.
2: Thankfully, he was drunk by the main event, which I wish I would have been.
0: Yep. All right, let's uh, move it on here. So we have next up Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher, the only match of the night that I have no notes for.
2: I mean, it was – it was fine. It, it, it's what they did. Finn, Thatcher and Finn, it's like a clashing of styles. Like Thatcher wants that slow European mm-hmm. and yep. Finn is better in matches where it's more fast paced. So it was kind of a weird match and it just can continues to justify why I think Thatcher's a piece of shit. So he's a good wrestler, but he's a piece of shit that I don't want to see him with this fucking gap in his teeth. And I want to punch him in the face every time <laughs> I see him at this point. Cause he drives me nuts. So it was good. It was okay. I mean was it wasn't fine. it wasn't the best match of the night, but it wasn't like terrible. It was it was it it served its purpose. It gave Finn a W. So that's what needed to happen. So I think I actually think Stretch is right with his Timothy Thatcher Cassius Ono comparisons. I think Jeez, we may be looking deadkeeper. at the next Cassius Ono.
0: <laughs> yeah, Stretch thoughts look like you had something kinda of percolating there.
1: Uh, I mean, it was just honestly just a way for them both to get on the card because Finn wasn't going to be in the ladder match. So, the only way they could drive, you know, him getting on the card was Thatcher screwing him out of being in the ladder match. So, I mean, like you guys said, it did its job and just further proves my point that Thatcher is kind of just going to be there. Just furniture Jay, they, in the room at this point.
2: J-Bone, they, uh, they, I, I saw they, they came out with the Timothy Thatcher shirt, so I can hook you up with that if you want it. So, Oh,
3: give me two. Just <laughs> <in> <laughs>
0: Any thoughts there, Jay Bone?
3: Uh, I don't really care for either wrestler, but like, like everyone else said it was an okay match, you know. It's nothing spectacular, but it wasn't terrible either.
0: All right. Well let's we'll just move it on then. We got the letter match. So let, the ladder Jay match. Go
2: first. Let, let
3: Jay
0: yeah, go first we have on this one. Reed versus priest versus Grimes versus Gargano versus Dream. Jay Bone, start us off on this one.
3: Yeah, I mean, I was really excited about this match. And to me, I, I just felt like there's just a lack of chemistry, especially at the beginning and stuff. And uh, there wasn't much flow to the match. Um, personally, I was expecting a little bit more, uh, you know, spot fest. I know there's a few spots in there. Uh, that one move Gargano did off the ladder where he kind of um, – I don't know what you kind of call that move where he put that person through the ladder. Anyways, um you know, Velveteen took that cool fall off the cage to the out I mean, off the ladder to the outside. Um
0: mm-hmm. just straight disappears. Just gone. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I mean I wanted Gargano to win, but you know, I, I picked uh Damian Priest. I just figured, you know, he was gonna yeah. win. So
2: Cameron Grimes was the star of this match in my Absolutely. opinion. He so,
3: came yeah. up looking
0: yeah. the strongest out of everybody for a performance. Like he,
2: he was fucking like the thing about him is he's he's got a very unique look and he's very mm-hmm. different, but yeah. You get lulled to sleep with his look, and you don't realize how fucking good of a wrestler he actually is. So, like, he actually is a really—I really wanted him to win yeah. when he accidentally got put on the ladder. I'm like, oh, let him win now because yes. this is gonna look like a stroke of luck <laughs> for him to win now. And then I he spent- didn't, but I—I I really thought he might win at that moment when he accidentally ended up landed on the ladder. <laughs>
0: well, I could attest this. I spent about half the match just being like, "Climb, Grimesy, climb!" <laughs> <laughs> just
2: he was who we were rooting for me yes. zach and i think stretch even i don't know mm-hmm. about you jay but yeah. the rest of us were I, rooting for <laughs> grimes by the end of the I, night
1: yeah i my prediction sort of went out the window i'm happy that i was correct with my prediction but uh, the match kind of made me you know into a grimes fan i mean mm. i've always liked grimes but made me say you know grimes like, gotta win this because he's putting in the strongest showing
0: well i uh, will i completely agree with uh jay bones points on it but whereas for him it disappointed him I was kind of over willing to look those flaws. um I had a ton of fun with this match. um I was I laughed a lot. I mean we have Grimes with that short ladder at the start, and I thought, okay, just a throwaway <laughs> gimmick, but then it actually comes back into that match later where he chucks mm-hmm. it. Um, we Grimes, have Gargano. The ladder
3: matches though I mean they're on top, and you know they delay it too much where they're like, oh, I' better take one more step and you know they gotta wait for the next guy to come. And- you know, knock them off the ladder. And I just thought there well,
1: yeah. I was... I well, was yeah, wa- I was watching the match with my girlfriend and I was like, wait, like, they're not showing this person. This
0: person hasn't been on screen. They're about to come in and disrupt yeah. it. Like, Yeah, definitely was on the more predictable side. It's not the best ladder match I've seen. But again, I just had so much fun with this. I was mm-hmm. smiling the whole time. Just, I mean, we have like, uh, I guess just notes here. Um, We have, you know, Grimes just doing his best Jean-Claude Van Damme impression with the splits <laughs> on the ladders. That was cool. That was cool. So, and then we have to talk about Candace too, like coming in, taking that bump, taking that sweet bump. Like she had a really good hurricane run out to the outside, be on top of the, the, uh, Reed's back, which we also touched on Reed here in a second as well. Um, but I mean, you know, everybody looked really strong in this, in my opinion, but, um, let's go back to Reed real quick. Uh, where's my thick boy. What's going on? He, it's gone. They made made him into Bam Bam Bigelow for that. I'm telling you it's gone.
2: They, they, something about it must not be like, whatever protocol so it's gone so they've ruined him so because that was his thing that was making him unique was the thick boy you take that away from him he's just another fat guy that can do some stuff so he's another keith lee then so you're you're you would like go that far i'm just saying he's a fat guy that can wrestle
1: so that's what keith lee is I'm, he's got Bronson Reed has more personality than Keith Lee.
2: He does. We (laughs) haven't seen a lot of it. It's not like Bronson Reed's cut these lights out promos. He hasn't. So they've been okay, but they're not like the greatest promos I've ever seen. I think taking the thick boy away from him hurts him because I think that's what made him different. So now if he's going to be the colossal Bronson Reed or whatever they're calling him, that doesn't have the same ring as Thick Boy does, so I don't know what happened, but they clearly... Well, it wasn't
0: even, like, a pejorative. It was Thick Boy with two C's implying, you know, like, you know, Thick in the good way, and it was Boy with two I's implying, you know, like, not like he's, like, a boy, like a child, but, you know, like a, you know, like a a fuck boy or a sexy boy or whatever you want to call it, but... I'm not
2: not trying to rip on him. I'm saying... I'm I'm, I'm upset that they took that away from him because I think that's what made him special.
0: Yeah, I mean, do we really need another Colossus in the ring? I mean... Vince thinks so. This... Overall, though, I think this is probably my favorite match of the night. This, the problem,
2: and this is going to happen with me forever, and it's unfortunate. Every time there's a ladder match in NXT, it's going to be compared to New Orleans, and this was not anywhere near being well, as good not. as that one was. So that, unfortunately, it gets marks against it because it, it did have some timing issues, and it was very clusterfucky at the beginning. Jay's 100% right about that. Yeah. I, 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 I did like more stuff than I disliked in this match. So it wasn't it – was, if – because of, there was another match that night that stepped up to the plate, this match didn't it. have as much pressure on it anymore. Take us so, away. So this match came first, but my match of the whole weekend is Adam Cole and Pat McAfee. So Absolutely. that let's, match – Let's get into it. That match, there is no way anybody saw that coming. They, they nope. could have said that tagline for that night, you'll never see it coming because nobody saw that coming
1: so you off, uh,
0: stretch you want to start this one off or uh yeah i will um
1: i'll throw it out there just at the beginning the little pre-match promo he cut like let's get this started or whatever was pretty decent and him and his boys wearing the cole suck shirts was yeah. a nice touch <laughs> and um the fact he looked that like a
2: rookie with his gear on too they kind of made him look like a nerdy rookie <laughs> with his gear i thought which i deceptive
1: liked. yeah it was a deceptive touch <laughs> mm-hmm. so the fact that he's out here busting out, you know, fucking swantons to the outside on groups of people and fucking the most impressive part of the match for me with him was moonsaulting off the top rope, landing on his feet Mm -hmm. and then going up and it was granted. It was a running box jump, but box jumping up to the top rope and landing perfectly like, the athleticism on that i don't think any of us could have seen coming and that just impresses mm-hmm. him so much more and the whole like them so more. them not really rehearsing supposedly yeah. to like they didn't like, they the, didn't run through that match at all together it was pretty much on the fly and it this also for me personally uh, i think adam cole's the
2: best wrestler in the world right now and this justified it to me he just took a guy like that and granted the guy's talented and stuff but cole gets just as much credit for this match as McAfee does. He was the gen- ring general in that match, and and both of these guys get credit for what happened in that ring. You can't just say it was McAfee, <laughs> so Cole was the right person to be in this match with him. We now know why they did that, because Props. McAfee was green enough that they're like, we need to put him in there with our best guy, essentially.
1: Props to McAfee, too, for agreeing to take the sunrise at the end.
0: Yes, yes. and also selling the hell of it. You know, like it looked like he, yeah. he's, he's taken that move 100 times over, man. He just... Mm-hmm. It was perfect. Execution. It was
2: it was really, really that like I said, the, the that match made the ladder match not have to be take over New Orleans ladder match. They it just had to be good enough and it was. So because there was a main event that we're gonna eventually get to, so
0: Yeah. But again, we we, we touched it on on the top of the show, but like, you know, I like I am so sorry I doubted him. Yeah. And I'm so happy to be wrong and I would I, Me I too pray he comes back and he comes back soon. Like yeah. we cut some some great promos, and his talent can't cannot be denied. Jay, bone, you got anything on that one?
3: No, like everyone else, I was shocked. You know, uh, he just did a hell of a job, and I really enjoyed the match. You know, I like Matt. Uh, While he said with uh, Cole, he definitely you know helped you know guide that match through and and made everything go.
2: And, I'm, uh, I'm I was really glad that they didn't let there be too much shenanigans with the other people too. I'm glad sure. that like McAfee did the move. They got out of there and we didn't see a bunch of shenanigans. Cause that would have ruined that match. If we had seen any more shenanigans out of all of them, that that was the right way
1: to go to get them away from ringside there. And from here on out, I don't think any of us will ever argue that the punters are overpaid on an NFL team <laughs> <Yep. laughs> anymore. <laughs> I mean, that was, that
2: was the best celebrity match in WWE history. Sure. So that was the best Showing a celebrity's ever had in, in right. w in a WWE match and so by like, far,
1: like we all figured too. Like they weren't going uh, to give Cold or McAfee the win, obviously, but he damn sure looked strong.
0: Absolutely strong at a loss. Get yeah. up, <laughs> for sure. All right, let's do uh, EO versus Dakota. Good, don't have good too match. much. Yeah, I have I have solid overall match. I had no complaints. Just EO, yeah. both of them, both of them are really match. good at what they do. And EO right.
2: Zach said. Both times EO did the moonsault. She didn't even look back. She just fucking jumped. So that's Darby Darby Allen style. That's Darby Allen Mm -hmm. style there. So to me, EO is a much better version of Asuka because her music's better, her entrance is better, and she does more of the high-flying stuff, whereas Asuka does more matte based stuff. So I prefer EO to Asuka just because she does more cooler stuff. So. Yeah, I, thought,
3: I thought it was a real solid match I enjoyed that match
2: So I think Dakota Kai is going to win the belt at some point yeah, because I think I she's a star I think she's a star too So I, I don't like Raquel is. Gonzalez I don't really like Raquel Gonzalez at all I think she's pointless personally but she does nothing for me so like, she's just a goon she's just, her,
1: she's just her Dakota's goon I like the match but I was more excited for afterwards when Rhea stood up to Raquel and I mean, obviously Rhea's got the thing going on with Mercedes Martinez and Robert Stone and all that, but it was cool to see her at least get a little spot on this show.
0: Yeah. Yep. Definitely. All right. The worst part comes. of the show. <laughs> Here it comes. The <laughs> title, we have Karrion Cross versus Keith Lee. I have literally, I, I didn't even write down their names in my notes. I have negative notes on this one. <laughs> I,
2: I'm not saying that none of you guys disagreed with me, I'm just going to reiterate that for about three weeks I've been saying this match was going to be a shit show, and it's exactly what I said. It was a shit show.
0: So, I mean, I don't go ahead. <laughs> I mean, stretch. Look like something to say. I I have nothing uh, to say. So
1: yeah, no. I mean, we we got our desired outcome. We sure. got Cross winning the belt. Uh, <laughs> With
0: the an asterisk comes the out.
1: route the route they took to get there wasn't the best. The match could have been structured better. There could have been better selling in my opinion and they could have taken better care of each other obviously you know cross hurt himself you know landing on his shoulder from that bump that he took with lee but i don't know man like i don't get it like with lee i i know we're all not really big lee, lee guys on this podcast but i don't get what a lot of the mainstream audience
0: sees sure. with him well so. and the other weird thing is that it, it wasn't a squash match but it's as close to one as you can get yeah and I get it. So I mean, obviously it's Wednesday. So we know that Lee's come up. He's been on raw, but it still just felt like they're just kind of like, it wasn't even like a good fair. Well, it's just like, there's the door. Don't let it hit your, right. you know, hitching the ass on the way out. Right. And then, no. you get to,
1: and then you get to go up to raw and wear a skirt and get terrible yeah. <laughs> music. So
2: I believe that if you go back and watch the Ironman match between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, I believe there were more rest holds in this match than there is in the 60 minute Ironman match. There was eight rest holds in this match. I was counting them because I knew they were coming. So, so to the people out there, and these are my views only, if you watch this match and thought this match was good, you need to stop watching wrestling because you are clueless. (laughs) So this match was not good. By any stretch of the imagination, this should not have been the main event. They should have done this match second because I would have rather seen the latter match, EO and Dakota, or Pat McAfee and Adam Cole in this spot. Any, any of those three matches was for sure better than the shit that – I am I, even going to say this. I actually think Keith Lee looked better in that match than Kerry and Cross did. At least yeah. Keith Lee sure. did a couple of things. Cross still didn't do anything. Like, we didn't see anything out of him still. I, at one point, even said to Zach, I said, hey, Keith, can you at least throw Cross out of the ring and dive out of the ring on him, do one of those cool things you do? Can you please do that to salvage this match? And there was no Roman Reigns run-in to salvage this train wreck. So, at least Strowman and, and The Fiend had Roman to salvage that. There was no salvaging this. This match was, was crap. Yeah.
0: Yeah, J-Bone? I
3: agree. I agree. I thought it was a train wreck, you know. I don't <laughs> I don't know how quick he had dislocated his shoulder or whatever during the match. Um I halfway through yeah. I think
2: it was when he clo- got clotheslined. line by when supposedly that's where where okay. it happened.
3: He sold so I was trying to give him the mind benefit mind. of doubt,
2: but props to cross for sure. or continuing to wrestle at that point and I don't dislike cross, but I just they're still giving us bare bones with him and that's all we're going to get with him. I think we should all know that by now. We're not getting anything more than what they're giving us with cross if they didn't showcase him at this point they're not going to showcase him ever
0: (laughs) so well we'll be finding out shortly on the next nxt i guess what's going to be going forward for cross but i mean i just hope he has a swift recovery and you know he gets at least his shot with everything here he deserves it i mean i'd like to see what he can do but i i still you know i'm willing to root for the guy so
2: right uh
0: so overall thoughts then
2: uh, I would give this takeover a B minus. It would have been probably a B plus if the main event hadn't been a pile of shit.
0: Stretch, I uh, think
1: B overall, I, I agree with Wally on the main event Testament. It could have been better, but we kind of knew what we were getting with those two guys with how, you know, little they were giving us on the week to week programming. Uh, everything else all around was solid. If mm-hmm. not, you know, damn near amazing, you know, as ladder match and Cole and McAfee being examples.
2: There's been 30 takeovers. This one probably falls somewhere in that fifteen, sixteen, seven, like in the middle. It wasn't top ten, it wasn't bottom ten. It kind of falls in the middle somewhere. I think maybe somewhere between fifteen and twenty probably would be my guess.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. J Bone, what'd you yeah. think overall?
3: Yeah, I agree with Wally. I, I, I had a B minus as well for the grades. So
0: yeah, I'd, I'd go solid with B. Bad. I mean again the main event was weak but overall I yeah. was very satisfied with the rest of the matches there wasn't anything that was really that bad so I'm
2: I'm a little bit more critical than yeah. some of you guys <laughs> so when the main event sucks dick like that I'm penalizing it for it so
3: yeah I know you guys liked the latter match I was a little bit disappointed or I would have given it a little higher grade but still a solid solid pay-per-view
0: yeah. All right um so then we did have a nice little uh Wager going on between the group of us for a crisp fiber from the losers. So, uh, Wally, you are the we the uh, timekeeper for this. So, what do you got? So, J J Bone won the
2: won the pot. All right, J Bone, so, take it away.
0: Making he, it rain over here. He had he ended up
2: with 15 points. He should also thank Stretch because Stretch was in the driver's seat after takeover, and then all four <laughs> yep. wheels came off. Thanks, in Stretch. In about in about in about an hour, Eli went from winning to losing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I had faith that MVP would win the U.S. title. I mis—I flip-flopped the two Oscar matches.
3: That one, and that then, one.
1: And then I picked Dominic to win, so that was half the matches on the SummerSlam card. <laughs> so.
2: We we decided to wait. We decided to wait a couple of the matches, and we're gonna have to change the way we did that because I <laughs> essentially lost because I picked the wrong match wrong. So, like, yeah. yeah. I only picked – I actually picked the most matches right, but I picked the latter match wrong, so I got fucked.
0: Where did second and third place come in there, Wally?
2: uh, Jay had 15, Zach had 14, Eli had 13, and I had 12.
0: Oh, wow. Very close. I mean, that was fun. We'll have to do that again sometime.
2: We will definitely. It was definitely fun. It made made us care a little bit. The problem is when you pick without your heart and then you're like, shit, I got to root for this person to win even though I don't want him to win. I, I don't like to do that
0: very often. It's harder for me. Had I picked a little bit more with my heart, I actually probably would have <laughs> actually won this. And then I actually I actually had uh, uh, Pat to win that one because I was trying to steal a point. I, I knew All he right. wasn't going to well. So it was a complicated if you gamble. If
2: you would have picked Cole, then you and Eli would have yeah. been – or you and Jay would have been tied. Yeah. So, and the only – I mean, the only pick Jay really made that was – he picked fat ass. So Jay got fucked by Keith Lee. Yep. <laughs> Damn you, <laughs> Keith Lee. He's, He's never won. picking you again, you fat <laughs> yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. So it was fun. Like I said, yeah. we're just going to have to change the way we're, we live and learn. So, I mean, it's yep. – I'm glad – I mean, whoever wins in this, it's, it, it is what it is. So Jay Jay got some cash. He's going to go buy a microphone with it. So it all works out in the yeah. end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> making it rain i love it all right do we have any final thoughts before we move on to the next segment
2: uh we can before we get uh, to that we can at least make fun of fat ass for monday night raw where he looked like a cheerleader wearing skorts yeah. so <laughs> this is true and there was a music it was a fabulous call up if you ask me <laughs> <laughs> i was i was really upset though and you guys all know this but i'm still gonna say it I was really upset when Keith Lee cut his terrible promo and named off all Randy Orton's nicknames, and then named off all his nicknames, and did not refer to himself as fat ass. I was very disappointed that he forgot to that very important nickname.
0: Well, you have to hit the yeah, social media streams a little bit harder <laughs> next time. Make sure that goes a bit more uh, trending. So he, he right. didn't want to get
2: sued because he figured you yeah. copyrighted that. You
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> right, Stretch, you Final that's thoughts good, on the paper this funny, weekend. That's funny,
2: Jay. That's good
1: uh yeah i mean it it shows that wwe should lean in not that they should lean into celebrity guests more but lean into the younger crop of talent or the up-and-coming talent that may or may not be proven more they might surprise you
2: yeah I mean, wwe doesn't do that shit they're they they, so afraid to do that it's yeah, been
1: they, working they for key, yeah but they never go fully through yeah well maybe this will cha- be a change of heart for vince well, that, maybe not Vince, but maybe Triple H will have at least maybe a little <laughs> oh, bit more slay I, I when do it have, comes to uh, I do have one, one another takeaway. Sorry. I just, I, I meant to talk about it when I talked about McAfee and Cole, but I just find it funny like how uh, McAfee had uh, virtually no wrestling experience, you know, puts on a hell of a match, for arguably the greatest of the weekend with Cole. And then you compare him to another NFL superstar that uh, WWE's recently done, you know, business with, and Rob Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. Rob Gronkowski <laughs> single-handedly held up the WrestleMania tapings because he didn't—he was hesitant about doing a ten-foot bump off of into a crash pad. And then nice. Vince McMahon goes over your old seventy-something-year-old Vince McMahon and does it like flawlessly. Like, yes, <laughs> how is the punter stronger than the tight end?
0: Boy. Yeah,
2: that's that was the first time I've ever been like, God damn it, Gronk, you're yeah. stop being
0: a pussy. Right. Well, that was one of those clips where. It felt like they put it up to be like, look how awesome Vince is. But it yeah. comes off making like, yes. look how much Brock of a like voice Rock is. Exactly. Right. Like, it felt like they didn't quite think that clip and, through. really like, that. in a night where
1: they told him like, hey, you do this, you'll win a title. Granted, it's the 24-7 title. But hey, you do this, you're winning a title. That's all you got to do is this one move. And he's still like, eh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> They were... On Monday night raw they were like bragging cuz our truth is like the
2: 38 time waffle house champion. I'm like, "Really?
1: Who hey, gives that's a shit?" That's a that's a prestigious title, damn it. Yeah. yeah. Can we say Hall of Famer? <laughs> hey,
2: we did Monday night. A a certain guy on here, one of his predictions came true Monday night.
1: Yeah, my my prediction by way of Coach Joe. Hey, You take it. What was that prediction? Uh, We got to see Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax team up after like two weeks, three weeks of build. And then they're fighting like in the ring. And then all of a sudden they're like, Oh, we team it up. Yeah. Let's do this. I mean,
2: that's, if I can, if Shayna's going to call Nia Jax haystacks Calhoun, that's fucking comedy. So, and then Pimp Slapper, like, I don't want (laughs) to see that for two months. But I can handle a month of watching the two of them have the belts and kind of not like each other. That's okay for a while.
1: Well, like I mean, if this WWE's proven that, you know, if, you know, they're at a loss for good tag teams, throw an odd couple pairing together and they'll run with it. You know, the bar being a good example of multiple yes. tag title reigns. And they worked out. They were really good together. I like them together.
3: I don't know. The man's in tr-
1: truth But, uh, yeah. but WWE. <laughs> they were yeah. great together uh miz or not miz uh well miz and sandow miz and miz uh, San, sandow and cody rhodes um uh kofi kingston evan Bourne. i mean kofi kingston cm punk just odd couples is wwe's fallback when they don't have tag teams which they don't i don't
0: it's just yes, very true
1: i don't necessarily think
2: they're going to keep Shayna and naya together for a <laughs> long time but i do think i do think the wheels
1: are the more wheels are coming off for sasha and bailey this coming which, weekend which is yeah it's probably going to lead to Shayna and naya winning on sunday sure I think
3: there's so.
2: potential and, there yeah mm-hmm. like so and yeah. well and then then we get what we all what the payoff for this was three years ago which, we may finally get the payoff which is bailey versus sasha yeah.
1: <laughs> which do you think they're doing that at survivor series now if the way this storyline's running out or i don't know if they can wait that long that's right. the problem so if yeah. like they lose this weekend then
2: the wheels like have to start coming off like you can't just be like oh well we lost like
0: yeah, we're, they we're need down to lose three belts have really, the one yeah. left so right. well, what's right. in to October lose. hell in a cell is that the pay-per-view uh, in October or?
2: well clash right. of the champions is at the end of September oh, so that's actually the next one after payback so it just
1: it just feels weird to have that major blow off you know that we've know. All been waiting for I, on I a, don't on disagree a B-show with pay-per-view. you
2: I just don't know if you make it all the way to November with that. That's a long time from now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> WWE's shown that they'll, they're will they willing to stretch out storylines. So <laughs> stretch storylines I mean, or drop them entirely and then pick them up out of nowhere. True.
2: I love Sasha, but I want Shayna with a belt Sunday night. Even if it has to be with Nia, I want a belt on Shayna. If this is what it takes to get a belt on Shayna, I'm willing to sacrifice being with Nia at this point. So...
0: You're willing to sacrifice being with Naya? Who knew? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So at risk before we become a, a raw podcast, let's move on to the next segment. It's going to okay. be the scenario of the week. The rules are: they know the scenario ahead of time. No repeated answer. Champ gets to go first. Uh, we don't discuss any branches ahead of time. This week it's going to be a bit more of a low key one. I'm not, you know, no big storyline for me on this one. Uh, we're just going to be looking at. Um, probably more on the SummerSlam side of things, but uh, basically what they could do if they could rebook one match, what match that would be and where it would go in the future. And I'll pick the one I find the most interesting and we'll go from there. So we have Stretch as our champion. What do you got, bud? So uh, for this one, I went with a match from SummerSlam that I
1: kind of just touched on before when I gave my opinion on it. Uh, I went with Dominic and Seth. I mean, a great match in and of itself, but for a few things that I would rebook and change, Again, I would make it a bit shorter. It felt like it just kind of dragged on. You know, it was a fast-paced match. There was a lot of cool shit going on. But it didn't need to be as long as it was to get in all that they wanted to do. Um, again, I wouldn't have his mother come out on the ramp and have Seth kind of talk to her and everything. I'd keep her in the back, have him kiss her before, you know, he goes out. Leave it at that. She doesn't need to come out. Like, that kind of added nothing to the match for me. So I'd just keep her in the back the entire time. Um I like that Seth dressed up, you know, in old Rey Mysterio garb to fuck with him and like get in his head. So I would have Murphy also do that. I would have picked another iconic attire from Rey's past Ooh. and have Murphy dress up in that or kind of harp good. on that as well to further get in his head and fuck with him. Um, uh, for attires on the other end, I would take the hoodie off of uh, Dominic's attire. Nope. Yeah. Streamline that so he's not you know fucking with it the entire match. Um, and I would tweak it to where. Before the match, he said, you know, dad, I don't want you to get involved. Like, let me do this on my own. But to further the storyline in my world, I would have had Dom, um, you know, say, have him sort of be a bit, you know, scared or, you know, unsure, like, of his first match. And it's on a big stage with Seth Rollins, this big, you know, superstar and everything. And have him sort of be unsure and, you know, sort of ask Ray for help and say, hey, look, if I get into some shit, like, I need you to help me out. Like, I, th- I think I can do this, but, like, I need you, you know, to help me out if I get in a bind. And so I would have him you know get in that bind and then Ray would try and help him and Murphy would take him out or something but it would look like that Ray didn't help him so that way it'd kind of kick into motion you know a, a, the Dominic heel turn that we all want or that we're all expecting out of this so we'd have you know the bad blood start to begin with Dominic towards his dad and say you didn't help me or you weren't there for me and mm-hmm. you weren't there for me in 2005 when Eddie Guerrero was yeah. trying to <laughs> get my dad and all of that. so a uh, couple small tweaks with that match but I would just you know change those. So we'd make a a streamlined experience shorter, you know, less, you know, family interaction. You'd have more mind games going on with the attire and you'd have, I'd feel like a better dynamic leading towards the heel turn that we think is coming. Sure.
2: I, I, I actually um, agreed. I I just, I remember thinking like what you, some of the stuff you just said, stretch, I actually remember thinking that I wish that that's the way it would have, I thought that because Mysterio got involved, I actually was thinking, hey, I really thought Dominic was going to turn Monday night because Ray got involved and he told him not to. I I had that vibe that night. I was kind of (laughs) disappointed when Retribution attacked him because I actually thought Dominic was going to turn Monday night.
1: And and don't get me wrong, I did like that for his first match, he was super-duper confident and everything, and it's cool for him. It makes him seem like a badass, but for the story they're trying to tell, I would have rather had him be sort of unsure and be like, you know, Dad, I don't know, like, I think I got this, but I might need you. Like, be there
0: for me. Yeah, that's a good answer. Uh, J Bone, what do you have?
3: Um, I must have misinterpreted the question because. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll I'll I, didn't, I didn't know. That, I just thought we were picking from some paper any pay per view. Get the time machine.
0: Yep, get your time machine. All right, well, J Bone. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, no, give I'll you a just second.
3: I'll just wing it. I would yeah, go, go with the. Uh, I would go with the uh, the uh, fiend. Uh, Strowman match. Uh, I was hoping maybe Alexa Bliss uh, would come down and maybe help The Fiend win, uh, do something to cheat and, uh, you know, stick with him or, you know, go heel or whatever because, you know, that's still, you still don't know what's going on with that whole scenario. And um, I I just thought uh, I would have her interfere and, you know, help The Fiend win. I know they try to make the fiend look unstoppable or unbeatable where he doesn't need help from anybody, but.
0: Um, that's yeah, a good I answer, no. Jay bone I mean, That that would have been mine if I was a contestant on, on my own segment. It was just been like.
3: Yeah, because I, I thought we are just picking a match of any no, pay-per-view in the sorry. past. <laughs> okay, so. But no, so, I mean, okay, that,
0: that's, that's definitely my, I would have just, yeah, booked it so that we would have seen what Alexa Bliss is, even if it's like, yeah. a, well, if, again, even going in the future, it, it would have been like she's full on sister Abigail maybe even like almost like a tag team with with Bray Wyatt yeah. like just cuz she's so supernatural she's supposed to be like this you know basically demon goddess thing like yeah. it doesn't matter man or yeah. woman she's going to be a you know just a badass motherfucker that, basically so
1: That was like my uh, my answer I toyed with but I felt like it was like the route that like other guys would go so I didn't want to take it from them I I, I, I was going to make it more you. cinematic <laughs> you know, right? I I was if I was to pick that I would have made it more cinematic sure. you know, there's the whole yeah horror aspect and everything and i would have right. since it was a street fight and we talked about you know they didn't barely do anything street fighty or fall scout anywhere like that kind of stuff i was going to have them wrestle in the back and then somehow make it into the fun house set and then play into the roman aspect of it because we all kind of knew he was going to come back so i was going to have them hear like a dog barking on the outside and like look <laughs> okay. out the window and then have roman
0: come in nice so that was,
1: that's what i would have changed about that one
0: all right wally what you got
1: uh I would change the Sonia
2: Mandy match if I could because I touched on this earlier. I think Mandy's garbage and I don't think she needs to be around. Sonia's the one I'd rather see with a obviously I know why it happened yeah but, but l- l- still, let's say that
0: didn't happen. So let's say it's like best circumstances she' Sam, didn't have. Sonia's
2: kind of win- winning that match for sure then because Mandy's garbage. So I just, it's not there. It's never going to happen with me. And I'm just never going to like her. I haven't liked her since day one. Sonia was always the more appealing of the two when they were together. And I just think she's got way more upside. I think she's got way more, her character will develop. It's already developed more than Mandy. And she's a better wrestler than Mandy is right now. And I don't think Sonia is completely done training and learning. And I don't think they've used her to the best of their
0: capabilities yet. So, so go from there. So she wins this match, let's say. So well, she, she what, wins what, this what's match for her then,
2: then, th- then you, you find a way to get her in the, I mean, I, I don't, we're, we're making the assumption that Bailey and Sasha are going to be in a feud. So it, it'd be hard to work your way into a title match on SmackDown because of that. So whoever, either of them would not be in that. That's where I would ideally want that person to end up before the year's over. I, I think that they would have to find a secondary feud for Sonya after Mandy. If she would have won, I, I would have put her in a feud with Naomi maybe just because Naomi, whether all of us don't like her, but she's got clout on that show. So if, if uh, you put her in a program with Naomi and she wins, comes out of that program looking strong, then you can push her into a program with Nikki Cross or somebody else mm-hmm. then to get into a title shot scenario i mean you could do that with either of them i just think sonia i i keep reading stuff that mandy's going to get a push from all this and i'm just cringing yeah. thinking about it so i'm like if i had to pick between mandy and naomi oh boy that's a tough one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I, so, pretty good answers um J bone was really good. Despite the fact that he had a pivot super quick, just out of just the morbid curiosity, then J bone, what was your other answer that you yes, were the... Jay, I'm I,
2: curious also?
3: I, I picked the Montreal screw job, you know, I, okay. I you know, I just thought, uh, you know, I, the uh, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels match. Uh, what was that? Matt? I mean, why? Oh, I, you
2: the... I definitely wouldn't have picked that. I'm glad that happened. Cause that changed <laughs> wrestling forever that night. So it was um, a, it was a tighter it was a, WWE title match at Survivor Series. Survivor Series, so, that's okay. And yeah. and you know Brett Brett was leaving. Brett was leaving the next night, and he didn't want to relinquish the title. I mean, it was definitely some chicanery and all kinds of bad stuff going on.
3: Yeah.
0: All right. I, yeah. I, I,
3: that's what I had down. I just had a whole thing, but
0: yeah, all right. Cool. No, I still I still like it. Yeah, eventually, okay. good job pivoting.
2: Eventually, Zach, we will go. We will do it more fold like that, and Jay at that point can the screw job can be his answer. Neither of us will take it, and we'll yeah. let
0: him have his moment then. So sounds good. Yeah, we'll uh, let him time machine it up. But uh, this week, though, I'm going to give it to uh, our first two time champion stretch. I mean, I, as much as I want to see Alexa Bliss, like uh, just what yeah. she would go in and do that with. Um, just the, yeah, just the angle with Dom and just tighten that matchup was you know would have been really good just overall for the flow of it and then i just think he has probably some of the more exciting storylines to come out of him going forward especially you know he'll you know father versus son type stuff and maybe even if he teams up with you know like the enemy seth rollins it's just a lot of really interesting angles i could take with that so i'm gonna give it to stretch so you are first defending stretching two times (laughs) stretch xl all right (laughs) let's then go to the Kind of Wednesday Night War, because it's not really Wednesday Night War anymore, but that's what we're going to call it, because <laughs> I'm not going to make another uh, title or make the editor make another title for this. It's the Wednesday
2: Night Wars. It just isn't the yeah. Wednesday Night Wars what for one week in August and a couple weeks in September.
0: Yep, and it's the show too big. To keep on a Wednesday, they had to move it to a Saturday, and then do jack shit <laughs> which, with that idea. Which, which was
2: terrible. Which was a terrible like b- way to market that, in my yes, opinion. Yep. So too a... big for Wednesday. So instead of just saying what they should have said, sorry, we're preempted because of the NBA, and then we're going to it again
0: because the game went over. Right. So the show yeah. didn't start until six thirty. Mm-hmm. All right. Who wants to talk about this one? Who wants to start this one off for me? Which one? Um, which show are we starting with? AEW.
2: It was, it was better than I thought it was going to be. So, but it wasn't like the tag team matches were the the best thing that came out of the, like the FTR private party match was fantastic. Yes. But I mean, all of us on here, like private party. So we know what happens when you put private party in the ring with anybody, it's going to look good. And FTR is FTR. That match was really good. And if you put the elite together in a match, it's going to be the best match on the show, probably. It doesn't matter who they're fighting. I'm pretty sure at some point earlier on a podcast, they said if you put those guys in the ring with jobbers, they're going to make those guys look good. There were some really cool spots in that match. They actually did, like, the indie Taker Melzer driver and then pick picked the guy up and threw him up into the one and angel with Omega. There was some really cool stuff. And the, the Dark Order is starting to look like – decent jobbers now they're not like washed up jobbers to me they're actually like starting to be pretty good in the matches well, where they're we know they're not going to win
1: now, now that brody squashed cody they're looking real strong there that but that would probably be my
2: biggest problem with that show i don't i know i we i now know why it happened but i still don't think brody needed to squash cody yeah. and cody did not need a stretcher and he did not need all the drama around it and i know everybody oh. on here likes cody i'm starting to lose a little bit of respect for cody because i think he feels like he has to do things to draw extra attention to himself because he's not in the world title picture so he has to f- use tax or get busted open every week or get taken out on a
1: stretcher it was oh. too much drama the, the, such the entire nightmare family got taken out at the end there mm-hmm. i
2: mean it, it was Arne definitely Anderson. Yeah, it was it was when when Brandy came out and, and the girl from the Dark Order beat her up. I was like, all right, that was cool. Anna Jay. So, yeah, that part of it I was it was just way too much crap at the end of that match yeah. that they didn't really need. I mean, The Dark Order is, is, has proved stuff. Brody Lee fears Mike's skills. I'm going to keep saying it cuz I think he's tra- he's trash on the microphone. His promo that night was
0: garbage again. Was. So, that being said him- though, they Keep had to give away
2: from a microphone.
0: <laughs> they had to give a win. They had to give a championship to the Dark Order. No!
2: And,
0: to make it legitimate. I'm fine with
2: that. I'm mm-hmm. fine with that. But the way that. they did
0: it, though, yes. is just, yeah,
2: just It was it was too much crap, and it was unne- Some of it was unnecessary crap. So yeah. it was too much. I mean, the Orange Cassidy, Jericho stuff on there was fine. I don't know how excited I am about a Mimosa Battle Royal or whatever the fuck they're calling it. Mimosa Please. Mayhem, so, thank you. Mimo- mimosa <laughs> Mayhem. Like, Please
1: end that feud already. Jericho, yes.
2: sometimes sometimes you come up with really good ideas like the money in the bank, and sometimes the- you come up with ideas like this where I'm a little sketchy. <laughs> <No. laughs>
0: we'll Let's little- talk about that uh, MJF promo, though.
2: That was good, and we know his lawyer can talk too. Yeah, so well, I just, I
0: just uh, love the whole the someday I want a family and they're like the papa, papa.
1: <laughs> his uh, a cool little um, Easter egg. I don't know if you guys noticed or how deep your knowledge of like, the uh, wrestler's outside activities outside of wrestling is, but his lawyer's name was Mark Sterling. So Mark Sterling is the guy. So MJF was trained by Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins, one of his good friends that he goes like on figure hunts with, with him and Zack Ryder, his name is Mark Sterling. So that's where that came from. All right. Yeah. So that was one thing I was like, oh, shit, I know that. Because I watched (laughs) watched, uh, Broski and Kurt Hawkins, their figure hunts.
2: The Britt Baker thing in the dentist's office with Penelope and and Kip Jonas was fabulous, too. Yeah. (laughs) So we've officially labeled uh, Kip Sabian the next Jonas brother. So I just call him Kip Jonas from now on. So so that part was that was good too i just the end any anything with the women's the women that night was other than the Britt baker promo was crap to me i don't give a shit about the women's tag team tournament i i didn't care about
1: that mm. and the end so like the last half hour of that show was kind of a waste to me well, so eddie eddie kingston's trying to form some new stable the death pentagon i guess they're gonna- <laughs> I don't know yeah. I don't know how I don't know how the bastard's gonna feel about that when he comes back.
2: Yeah, what happened to Pac? All of a sudden I guess he's irrelevant now.
1: I think he's stuck yeah. overseas. He is. Him and your boy Pete Don are stuck. Yeah. So that just I don't know where they're going with that. Like whenever everything goes back to normal, are they gonna just drop the death triangle storyline altogether? Because I was excited for that. I liked Pac with the Lucha Bros of the idea. I did too. I very yeah. much
2: like that. I thought that was a really cool idea.
1: So I, d- so I don't know. I don't know where this is going. Is Kingston going to be some master manipulator? Or he's trying to recruit people. Or
2: we also saw uh, FTR. They're totally trying to make Hangman a pawn. Mm-hmm. They're totally using him as a pawn,
1: and eventually that's going to come out. But and, they, he doesn't see it yet. <laughs> and Kenny's further unwinding yes. with the post-match beatdown. Kenny, yeah, Kenny, yeah. Kenny wanting yeah. to
2: be the cleaner again.
1: JBL, what do you think?
3: Just in general, the whole show? or, yeah. or what we're just talking anything, about? Anything,
2: anything about the show.
3: No, I thought it was a pretty good show. I mean, we just talked about everything. Uh, you know, I thought the Cody Rhodes thing was a bit much and everything, and uh, um, I did enjoy the tag matches. Um, who's, that yeah, they, one, who's that one girl they showed that had a, a belt that was? Thunder Rosa.
1: Thunder Rosa. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah. She's awesome. I hope she beats Cheetah
3: okay she's a good wrestler
1: yeah she so nwa they had a youtube show or like they put on a weekly show on youtube before covid kind of shut that down but they had some pretty decent programming on there and she was the nwa women's champion and she hmm. decent worker so okay cool. anything's better than Sheeta right now at this point for me <laughs> this is very very, very um very, also too nobody touched on we saw brian cage fall even further down the card uh yeah. ricky ricky
2: starks was actually funny yeah, when he made fun of darby yeah. allen as much as i don't like ricky starks that promo was hilarious <laughs> so yeah, but like, somewhere in there starks has some charisma
1: apparently <laughs> i i and i do i did like that whole match and segment and everything but like cage we just booked this guy up to be this yep. monster and everything and this you know contender for the world title and he Throws in a towel once, or Taz throws in a towel once, and then he never gets another
0: shot, and he's falling down the card. Bottom of the mid card, all of a sudden.
2: It was funny when Ricky Starks did the coffin drop from the second rope. (laughs) Get on the top rope, you pansy!
0: All right, (laughs) let's switch over to NXT. Um, I'll start this off with my biggest note. That's in huge, huge handwriting. It's just Jesus Christ, that Gargano bump.
2: What the? Yeah, Ridge Holland. That was his fault.
1: There's no one else you can blame on that except for him. So And and reports were coming out too because NXT was taped. Reports were coming out that Gargano suffered this crazy bump on his head and he was the one, Gargano was the one apologizing to all the workers because they had to stop midway and then start shooting again and reshoot some stuff. And so Gargano was apologizing to everybody for fucking up. Like he was the one who was responsible for it. And that just shows yes, how much of a class act Gargano exactly. is. Yeah. Like, hey, I got, was... dro- I got dropped on my head. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> my fault. My <laughs> <laughs> bad.
2: Mulligan, do over. <laughs> that was a good – that was a decent match. Other than, I mean, Gargano, considering what happened to him, I mean, that, was a, that match and was just, good.
0: Thank God he was okay. I mean, that just shows his physical, physical conditioning is where it needs to be because I, I am yeah. shocked. That looked that, bad. That A didn't <laughs> yeah. even finish that match and then B, he was able to, to show up at that pay per view and even do anything. Mm-hmm. Just good, good you know, good for him. And then um that I don't have a ton of notes. Just the six six man tag was good. Yeah.
2: Frizongo yeah. and swerve. That was that was a good match also. Cole and McAfee cut great promos. Yes. Yeah, well McAfee. McAfee cut a really Cole didn't really do much. Yeah, Cole didn't really do much. But I think Cole kinda like well, let
1: McAfee have his turn there. Yeah. Well with Cole, like I had said on the predictions podcast, I believe, with Cole it was more quality over quantity with that one.
2: So he just said, I'm gonna make you my bitch. He let well, he, McAfee and have he, the-
1: and he beat up the security guards like
0: <laughs> Yeah. Without touching, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know his opponent, which is always kind of a you know a power move. But
1: I, I
2: personally, I did like the last match,
0: even though Finn didn't yes. win. Finn liked, Dream was a great match. When,
2: when Cameron Grimes came out and sat on the ladder, that was awesome. Like yep. Cameron Grimes coming out and sitting on the ladder, and. I don't always like it when everybody that's involved comes down. It was okay that night. Like I'm glad Grimes was the first one to get up in the ladder and start laughing at them because that was hilarious.
1: Everybody definitely so, got their shit in with that one. Mm-hmm.
2: So I, I did. I definitely liked that match better than the main event on AEW. So I, I, I liked that match better. So one wasn't a squash. So.
0: All right, so let's uh, round robin this and let's figure out which show wins the night. Um, I'll start this one off. Um, I'm actually going to give The Edge by just a hair to NXT on this one. I think overall the show was a little bit put together. I think every match start to finish, it was a uh, just a really good show. So I'm going to give this one to NXT. Uh, J-Bone.
3: I, uh, it was close, but I, I gave them the nod to NXT just a hair.
0: Perfect.
2: I remember after we watched, I think that these weeks like this are tough sometimes because yep. you watch one first. And then you watch the other one. And I remember after watching NXT, I told Zach, I said, good luck to AEW because I'm like, this was a really good NXT show, I thought. So AEW was good, but I, I'm giving NXT
0: the, my vote too. Get out the brims because I yep, picked NXT yep. as well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> when NXT does win, they seem to win by a sweep. We, but... we, we do have a, ti- yes, a tiebreaker
2: go going forward though. Let the, let, let, is- let the people know. If it ever is a tie, Coach Joe will be the tiebreaker. We're not going to ratings anymore because AEW wins the ratings every week, so it's not fair to go to that. So Coach Joe is the tiebreaker, and we didn't need him this week. He also is the only person that didn't pick NXT this week.
1: (laughs) We'll have a phone a friend for our tiebreaker now. (laughs) Exactly. So
2: so I just think that that makes more sense. I'd rather have somebody else's opinion of the two shows than the ratings that we have no say in really. So all right so nxt so, one going N- away
0: this week xt takes it um so we always appreciate when people like comment and subscribe to the podcast and as always we have the nut prize from j bone i'd actually hope and put him on the spot hope he has something j bone yeah, yeah, what are we a, giving away uh, this week but
3: a uh i'll well, figure what these are called
0: <laughs> we'll see what it is uh, we'll help you out
3: a magnetic uh, chip uh,
0: clipper. Yeah, chip clipper. There you <laughs> go. It looks like a nice uh, kind of a see-through purple and maybe a lavender yeah. there. And
3: it's got a magnet so you can put it on your refrigerator. when so. oh, you're not oh. using it. That's amazing. <laughs> there you
0: go. That's, that is a perfect, perfect, absolute <laughs> giveaway prize. So then let's uh, – <laughs> Changed over to our prognosticator, Stretch. I need a prediction for you for this week. Uh, I'm getting that. Uh, I feel like we're going to
1: have a little break from our next NXT takeover because rumor, rumors are that NXT is filming about a month's worth of stuff for uh, their next programming block. So we that would put us at not having a takeover till what, about in October, beginning of October, end of September? Yeah. Uh, I feel like we might see a, since WWE loves to bring back old WCW ideas, I might feel like we'd be seeing a uh, NXT TakeOver Halloween Havoc. Okay. That might be a thing.
3: and maybe they'll bring I Abdul mean, the Butcher back to get electrocuted. Yes,
2: maybe they'll do that Temple of Doom match or whatever where they <laughs> well, have the electric chair well, in the middle.
1: I just, I just feel like like it's a, it's a classic, it's a classic concept. Like people love the sets with the gargoyles and the pumpkins and everything, and I feel like NXT would do that
0: justice. So I love horror. I love Halloween.
1: So I mean, if you want to give you some look, theming around it, I'm what, there. Look what, look what <laughs> NXT did to the War Games. They revived
2: the War Games completely and yeah. have made it, you know, sit me. Some of these Wargames matches have been better than the older ones. So yes. they've made it where they took that concept. So if they do try to do something with Halloween Havoc, they're the people I want doing
0: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm Again, I'm kidding. You, you, you already sold me. If it doesn't happen, I'm disappointed. Thanks, Fletcher. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for uh, listening, watching. We appreciate it. And as always, we'll see you next week. And if life puts you in a pin, keep kicking out that two count. See you guys Stretch later. Two times. Stretch two times. XL.